following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. I'm your host, Dan Torres. With me, as always, is my co-host, Benjamin Torres. Ben. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Good. How about you? Good. I have to lead off the show first by apologizing and thanking you um, for last week, because um, if you're a full-time listener to the show, you'll notice that there wasn't an episode last week. Yeah. I was, um, so I preach about mental health all the time on the show and how about you're supposed to take care of it and do that. And I'm very guilty sometimes of not taking my own (laughs) advice. Like I, I really am. And it's something that I've been trying to work on. Um, but the first week of, um, school started for my students this week. Um, I, there was a lot of stress at work and the planning and, um, everything like that. So last weekend, I just kind of shut down. I had like a full anxiety attack, and uh, it was it was a lot. So we got here, and we were ready to go, and Ben's the one who um, talked me into taking a break for myself, which I absolutely did need. I needed to just chill out and enjoy my weekend and not think about things. Um, so that's why we weren't here last week. Um, so I apologize because we have been so consistent with the episodes, and I felt so bad not having one in. Yeah, um, but it's exactly what we preach, though. You need to – even people out there, if you need – if you feel like you need a mental break, you need to take that mental break. Mm-hmm. Even – you know, it sucks. I can't really do this, but uh, if you have to – just call your work and tell them, hey, I can't come in. I just need to take yeah, a day for myself. You know, it's hard being like – yeah, it's hard being in some in some work environments where they don't take mental health as seriously. I'm thankful. Yeah. I'm really lucky enough to have a boss who um, is very aware of mental health mm-hmm. and mental illness and things like that. So she uh, she lets me have the time I need if I need it. Um, so I, I really love that about her. Um, but – I, uh, I'm just, I'm very thankful in general that you looked out for me that day too. Cause I feel like if I would have been off and I would have done the show, I would have, it would not have been a good episode. I feel no, like I more people would have been worried about me rather than <laughs> knowing I was having fun. And sometimes I can fake my way through it. And most of the time, like sometimes I come here and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm going to get into. Right. But immediately that dissipates because we just sit and talk for an hour right. and a half yeah. and it becomes fun. But um, it, it was it would have been a bad situation if no, I kept I going, and I appreciate well, that. No, of course. I'm just glad I could help, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. That's what's really important. I definitely am. Um, and uh, already being here, I know we're going to get into some fun talk <laughs> today, too. We were just talking about – so. I was talking about the Turn On The Lights remix that Lil Wayne was on. Oh, yeah. And then we got into talking about I Am Not A Human Being 2, 
which came out in 2013, I believe that dropped, like the first quarter of 2013. I think, yeah, I yeah. think that's right. Um, because I'm Not a Human Being 1 came out in quarter three of, quarter three or four of um, 2010, because that's right before Wayne got out of jail. They okay. released that. I see. Um, but that was, I was talking about that era was an era where he wasn't really trying lyrically, the I'm Not a Human Being 2 era. And you brought up, you were like, oh, was that the era he dropped the rock album in? <laughs> kind of, sort of. So, <sighs> Rebirth is such a sad thing. Okay. Because you gotta, you have to know where Wayne was at the time. Like, he just, Carter 2 had come out um, previously to Carter 3, obviously. Right. And he was becoming like an underground legend. Like, people were like, this is, this is like the main guy. This is the king right. of the underground. After yeah. all these years, he had finally like risen and like, he was, he was the king of that. Then Carter 3 dropped and that got so much commercial success because of a million got money. Um, where he ended up, uh, winning the, uh, what was it? Four Grammys that year? I no think he won, way. I think he won four Grammys that year. Holy crap. He won something, uh, like a crazy amount of stuff that year. I'll look it up just to get I for didn't it. realize that. Um, <laughs> but then he dropped Rebirth the next year, and oh, it was wow. a rock album. <laughs> and it was, I don't want to say it was terrible. I'm going to pick the world up and I'm going to drop it on your phone. Okay, okay. That, that that song is a little fire. I'm not gonna lie. It, it, it's a right because of that was the first Eminem verse where he was pulling himself out of um the relapse phase, like the yeah. where he was doing the accents for like certain things and like mm-hmm. that's the first one that he I heard and I was like, this is him again. Like he's sounding like straightforward. He's not putting like the he didn't have the accent. He didn't do like right. he wasn't doing all that kinds of stuff. Uh. But, like, he also, Wayne had prom, uh, uh, prom Queen on that one, which is a weird, do you remember that one? I love to fancy underwear, oh. sit behind her every year. <laughs> Don't remind me of that oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's, like, <laughs> but, yeah, so, on the flip side of that, I don't know. I have to choose my words really carefully here. No, On the I, I flip side of that, I don't think How to Love was a terrible song when he put out How to Love. Do you remember okay. that song yeah, when the Carter Four came out? Yeah. I don't think it was awful. It was definitely a pop song, but I don't think it was like the worst thing in the world. So like Rebirth led to kind of him doing that, that at that point. Yeah, that song's not a bad song. I, yeah, now that I'm... I was thinking of the wrong song, but now I'm thinking yeah. of the wrong song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that... People don't like that song. I like that song. A lot of people think he went really pop with that, but that was the same... Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. That, that song is significant to me because it came out uh, end of senior year of high school. So it's like, I'll always oh, remember that summer yeah. in particular. Um, like... And that, damn, that really is like a summertime nostalgia song to put on, you know? That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that really is, a, I would see it as like, uh, you know, bringing me back to my old high school days. Yeah. Like, as you were saying. That's, oh, yeah. I could see exactly be... like where I was when I heard some of that stuff. I was staying with, 
I think the first time I heard it, I was staying with Randy. Oh, I was staying really? with him for a week. And he, uh, and like, I heard it in someone's car. I was like, what? Like, this is Wayne? Is that a little Wayne? Yeah, like, <laughs> what's what's he what's he working with here? But I was afraid because I was like, oh, Carter Four is going to be all of this. And then Carter Four was really good. It ended up being really good. Um, he had Tech 9 on the um, interlude. Do you remember that? I don't know if I do. So Wayne had, like, he had an intro, he had so an interlude, and then he had an outro. And... Uh, they all used the same beat, but he did the intro, if I'm remembering it correct. He did the intro, and then Tech 9 did the interlude of the album, and that was when Tech was still, like, not a, like, true hip-hop fans knew him, but, like, mainstream listeners didn't know him. So that got him a lot of attention doing that. Um, and then the outro had, like, I can't even remember who was on it. I know Andre 3000 was on it. I know Shine was on it. But it had like, it was kind of like a cipher of all these different. This is people. four, right? We're talking yes. about okay. Let me see. Uh, so the intro is just Lil Wayne. Yep. Uh, interlude went Lil Wayne and Tech Nine. Yep. I don't remember that one. It, it's just Tech, and he goes nuts. He, oh, he puts, really? He puts a great for, a verse forward. <laughs> um, but like. Yeah, there were there were songs on that album that were really good. Mega Man's on that album. Oh, Mirrors on that album. Mirrors on that album. Yeah. Blunt Blowin's on that album. Um, John's on that album. Yeah. Um, what else? There are some other. Oh, She Will with Drake. Um, that's a great song. Yeah, it is on this. Um, yeah, there were. It had some good. How to Hate with T Pain. That's a very underrated song. Man, Carter Ford's really underrated. That was a great sequel to the Carter Three, and it might even be better than Carter Three was in hindsight. That's a really. that's a that's a strong opinion, oh, but six it might foot, be seven foot two. Yes, yeah, exactly. I forgot about that one. Exactly. Wow. Oh my god, I love that song so much. That song was like the first time I ever heard that was when. Eminem and Wayne were the musical guests on SNL. Oh, um, when really? after like the year Eminem had dropped Recovery, it was like the end yeah. of that year um, where Wayne had just gotten out of jail. So they did SNL, and uh, the only thing I because they did No Love. I don't think they did Drop the World. They just did No Love for their first one, and then yeah. the second time they came on, they did uh, Won't Back Down. Uh, or M did Won't Back Down with Danan. You know that song, right? Yes. With Pink. Yes. Um And they, that was the first time I ever heard it, I've ever heard it done with the live band. Let oh, me tell you something. Okay, yeah. That song, that's one of those songs that changes when you hear when it you, live. Yeah. Because you hear like in the, uh, in the album, the guitar riff is like there, but it's kind of subdued with that. But when you hear that guitar going, that guitar's going the whole time. It gets you your adrenaline nice. going so much when you hear it. So he did that, and then Wayne did six foot, seven foot, and it was the first time I had ever heard it. I think he was, like, premiering it that night. But I'll never forget, he walks on the stage. He just looks like he's possessed by something. Because he's, like, his back is to the audience, and I know people can't see me at home, but he's doing this head nod thing. 
where he's like <laughs> looking at like he's shaking it up and down, but he's staring at every different member of the band doing that. <laughs> but you hear the like the six foot, um, seven foot, like uh, the uh, um, the. The you're sample, me, the sample you're through. Telling it. me his head was having a seizure, but the rest of his the rest body of his body was, was staying straight. Like <laughs> the rest that of his is body cool. isn't doing it. But he comes out and he does that song. I'm like, what is this song? Because I've never heard it before. This guy on guitar for Wayne is losing his mind. Just like everybody's like playing it straightforward. He's putting his full body into a sway <laughs> while getting into it. But he was, I, I was fixated out of the whole time because he was getting me so hyped up because everybody was just like doing their thing. And this man is just going down. And he had one of those, um, it's like one of those winter hats with the um, with the strings on the side of it, even though it covers your oh, ears. Yeah. Like it was one of those. So like those <laughs> strings are like flopping the whole time he was doing it. Uh, yeah, he had That's some. Amazing. That album's very underrated with the quality of music he put on, especially <laughs> around hip hop at that time. Like that's a, that. Yeah. That was very true. significant for that period. Him just getting out of jail, needing a good album to kind of like show face again. I think mm-hmm. that was a really important album for him. And who knows if like because some guys go to jail and then they come out and they can't their hip hop careers and Bobby Schmurter. Yeah. Look at Bobby Schmurter. Yep. That's the prime example of it. And I know it's apples to oranges uh, like talking no, about I know that. Bobby yeah. Schmurter who had one hit compared to Wayne who had, you know, a dozen by the mm-hmm. time he went to jail. <laughs> but like it it, it just some people can go off on that, like Shine, too. Shine was supposed to be one of the biggest things in hip-hop when mm-hmm. he was out on Diddy's label. Yeah. And he went to jail on a gun charge that I think, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, it was it was Diddy's doing. But he went to jail for Diddy, oh, like, instead. And he really? did, yeah, for, like, shooting at a ceiling in a club. Right. Um, And he did, I think he did 10 years for that. And then when he got out, he got deported because he was um, he wasn't originally from the country, so they deported him to Belize. Hold so on. like ten years, yeah, he did like ten years for that. What the fuck? They called it something weird. I got a I. This is another maybe thing. I'll look they, into. Maybe By the way, were... I did I did fact check myself, and Wayne did f- win four Grammys that year. He won four. Wow. Uh, he won for Swagger Like Us with um, T.I.J.Z. and Kanye. Um, he won uh, for Best Rap Song with Lollipop when Lollipop came was out. Best Rap Solo oh Performance with a Millie and then Best Rap Album with the Carter Three. So he took home um, two Grammys for his singles, a Grammy for his album, and then a Grammy for his uh, feature, which I think is really, really great. Um, yeah. That's a good year, honestly. Yeah, that is a good year. Yeah, yeah. Um, Forgot about lollipop. And- gr- oh man, that was the one that. That's another one that. <laughs> oh, the edited version is awful of that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, awful! I'll never forget the first time I like heard that by accident. I was like, "What is going on?" Awful. <laughs> Out of all the ways you could edit a song, that's probably the worst <laughs> one. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and you you remember my uh, my great Lil Wayne impression? I do. You had a great yeah, one. Yeah. I'll never forget really when you were afraid of his more. teeth. 
What is that? Key of Awesome? Shout out, uh, shout out to the Key of Awesome YouTube channel that even still exists. If it, yeah, if it even still exists. They yeah. did a parody of Baby that they put um, this girl that was dressed like Justin Bieber in, and then they had Lil Wayne as the feature, and at one point Lil Wayne smiled, <laughs> and he has this grill that's clearly just like tinfoil. It was kind of a hilarious shot. And Ben used to be like, I can't go to sleep. I'm afraid of Lil Wayne's teeth. <laughs> Dude, that shit was scary. Let me see if I can pull it off. Oh my Hang god! On. Throwback that shit YouTube was scary. video. Yeah, that. Oh my god! One of the best YouTube eras. I haven't thought about. Didn't they also do that Batman one too when uh, Dark Knight was real popular? Yeah, I think so. That, oh, wow. Oh yeah, because they did. They did like the parody of all the questions people had at the end of it. Yes. Um, yes. On December 27, 1999, Shine and his mentor label boss, Sean Combs, Diddy, and his girlfriend, J-Lo, uh, were involved in a shooting incident involving Matthew Scar Allen at a Manhattan nightclub that resulted in three people being injured. Shine, then 21, with an album pending release, was charged with and later convicted of attempted murder, assault, and reckless endangerment. Combs was arrested but acquitted at the trial of charges. Um... Damn. His debut album was released in 2000 and was successful, even though he went to prison. And he was sentenced to 10 years. Yeah, he was sentenced to 10 years for that, which is crazy. Uh, Let me see. He was released in 2009, and he was released to Belize, which which is where he was born, so they deported him. But he used to... Man, he he used to try to stay relevant in the absolute worst ways. I'll never forget he was the only time I ever saw him like in major headlines. He uh he was talking about cuz when Kendrick dropped Good Kid Mad City, you could imagine the hip hop community went oh, went crazy yeah, for this well, album. Yeah. They ate it up. Absolutely. He called it trash and was very public about it being trash. He really? like would call it everywhere. Where go, it's trash. It's not a good album. There's like people don't know how to make good hip hop anymore. <laughs> it's trash or whatever. Holy and shit. Game, who's all always dissing, fucking everybody wherever he goes, um, ended up because he was real close with Kendrick. Like he oh, he was yeah. he was very much like. When Kendrick was signed, he was like, yeah, this is the heart of the West Coast right here. He uh, he was saying it before a lot of people were. So when Shine was doing that, Game was like, Game got out of beef with Shine, of course. But he dro- he actually dropped one of the hardest um, diss track videos I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the, the free verse was called Cough Up a Lung. And he was in the middle of New York in the snow. Just rapping, and the the shot is in black and white, and games just rapping to the camera with no beat or anything like that, just going off on him. And then like, Damn. and then like he ends up he the last line is cough up a lung, um, leave you dead in the snow or something like that. And he says it, and then he turns around and he's walking away, and the, and then he like repeats it with his back turned, like cough up a lung, leave you dead in the snow or like something along those lines. But it was just like the way he did it, just coming out there to do right, it was yeah. like there was such a weird ambiance to that that I had never seen before. Damn. It was crazy. Holy <laughs> shit. 
But I yeah, know about that. I might have to find that video. That was the last time Shine was ever relevant. Was was that so point? That was was that point. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's weird how so his prison ruined his career entirely, oh, which yeah, could have happened absolutely. to Wayne. It could have happened to any celebrity really mm-hmm. that goes to jail for a long period of time. Um, DMX. DMX was yeah. in and out of jail all the time. That's true. He's one of the most legendary East Coast rappers ever. R.I.P. R.I.P. I miss him. I miss Pop. I've been thinking about Pop Smoke so uh, much lately. You cannot say Pop and forget the smoke. You cannot say Pop and forget the smoke. You you just cannot. R.I.P. <laughs> Every Woo Back Wednesday. I sent Tyler the stupid video on Twitter that it uh, somewhat was like, it starts out with all these white girls and the stupid, terrible, like basic song, and it's like it's White Girl Wednesday. That like it, like it goes like twelve seconds. The first time I watched it, I was like, "What am I watching?" And then Tyler, the creator, goes, "Psych!" And then it's like yeah. it's like just kidding, still White Girl Wednesday. And then oh. like, uh, uh, and then someone else pops up. They're like, "You stupid, you dumb!" And then it switches like, "Ha! You really fell for it twice. It's Woo Back Wednesday." And, and and then it like hits Pop Smoke and just shows a montage of people just going nuts through it. Oh, that song is so good. Oh, I miss him. I miss him so much. Oh, my God. I remember the first time Tyler showed me that song, I was, oh, that song fucking slaps. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Um, So let's get into, uh, I actually did get to read two issues of comic books this week. Oh, yes. Yeah. um, Which uh, I'm really excited about, actually, because I haven't. Had had the time or the discipline to sit down and read something in so long, <laughs> but I had the motivation to this morning, and I'm so glad I did because I'm the issues I read. I'm very very glad I read. Nice. Um, so I got to start off with um, thanking you again because to cheer to cheer me up a little bit, and you were thanking me. You bought the <laughs> me the last issue of Neo Year because you've known I haven't been able to make it to the comic book store. Yeah. I've like thirty issues. Being back held at Queen City that I'm hopefully picking up today if they email me. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, I haven't been able to, like, catch up on buying, and I also have, haven't been able to really read anything because I've been so busy. Yeah. So I knew I had to – I once I got it, I was like, I have to see where this ends. Because I, uh, you know it's only six issues, right? Yes. Yeah, that they're only it keeping before. it in a miniseries. It's sad. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, man – it was so good. Really? Neo Year was so oh, good. I can't I can't talk about this issue because you haven't read the the past couple two. I read I, up to three, I believe. Yeah, so so you you need the rest, which um I will provide to you. Um but it was just it was just so good. Awesome. It it worked out so well. I thought um the way everything was kind of resolved within it was really great. And then, um, and not to, this is the only thing I'll spoil. Um, they said, uh, the end for now, Batman Beyond will return in 2023. So Batman Beyond is coming back. So it's coming back in 2023. So this, the six issue series is just to hold it, us off for now. Okay. Um, gotcha. But uh, do you think this will be called Neo Year, or do you think it's going to be like Batman Beyond its own story? I don't know. So that will be either way. That's going to be 
It might be it might be like a life after or something maybe, like that because yeah. because of like the closing this chapter with Bruce. Yeah, they've been doing that lately. I saw an ad for I want to say it's called Batman versus Robin. I don't know if you saw it, um, <clears throat> but it it said something about it followed the events of oh what was it. So, it was something that happened in comics recently. Okay. I can't think of what it was. Man, there's some... It looks like there's some good Batman stuff coming out. Well, with it being Batman Here Month, too. It looks yeah. like there's some great... Like, that That Batman, Dear Detective, that looks really interesting. Have you seen the ads I that? did. I actually saw it. So, um, do you know what that is? No. It's just... It's not a story or anything. It's just... Um, it's pretty much covers that are full prints that oh, kind of cool. I don't know if it's just the covers or if it also tells a story with it. Um That's still cool. I love stuff like that. Yeah, it was nice, but uh I almost got it, but I you know, obviously I got the issues I got instead. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's a series ca- uh starting called Batman versus Robin. And <clears throat> it um it says Five forty-eight page issues spinning out of the events of Batman Superman World's Finest and Shadow War. Okay. So I have to catch up on all that stuff in order to, you know, see what's going on in that storyline. It looks like they're doing that a lot, so I'm wondering if that's what they're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, Um <laughs> But I was I was very happy with Neo. You're it, it awesome. checked my nostalgia box like big time with awesome. all the Batman That's stuff. So I was I was very I was very very satisfied y- with it. You know what I think we need to do, Dan? What do we need to do? <clears throat> do you know where DC Studios is? Like where they do all the planning? No, I don't. We should find out. Plan like storm down there, <laughs> and. We're not going to demand them anything. We're just going to push them aside and start doing Batman Beyond it's stuff like, for them. Put, I'll take it myself. Yeah, it's like, that's okay. We'll take over from here. Don't worry about it. I don't know if publicly is a place to say this, but I've, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I've had this like almost like storyline in my head that could be TV show movie like all oh, this. Oh, awesome. Don't don't tell the Well, I won't I won't say the I'm not going to say it cuz someone will pick it up oh, if yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but it's been I'm not even kidding. It's been in my head for over 6 years. Like Damn, it's just been developing. Really? And you know, the, this morning I was driving and I was thinking about it and something clicked in my head and I was like, maybe this is a comic book. Oh, no way. Isn't that odd? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where I would even start with it, but, like, I don't know. I feel like it's something that we I could develop. We have one person to start with. I know, but he's, he, he's a busy man. Like, he is so. a busy man. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, so the next thing I want to talk about, I'm, I'm dying to talk about this. Okay. So I read um, One Bad Day Riddler. Oh, yes, yes, okay, yeah. Um. Yes, we have so to talk this about is, this. This is a very strong opinion. This is a very strong opinion coming from me. I've read a lot of comic books throughout the years. I've read a lot. 
And a lot of times, one-shot stories are hit or miss or like things like that. Uh, within, you know, sometimes you read it and you get to the end, you're like, eh, and I just waste my time for like a like a forty-five page fight or something like that. This is the best single issue of a comic book I've ever read. <laughs> really, it is. Really, it it it, it was fantastic. It was- it, it was it blew me out of the it water. was fantastic <laughs> i thought it was so phenomenal so did you know riddler's story at all i didn't really know i didn't know any that of part of it i yeah that's that's what i my say. my um my knowledge of the Riddler is the traditional of him being a disgruntled employee getting fired from the workplace and turning into right. the Riddler based on that, like having that incident. Yes, so, that's how he turned into the Riddler. So when it started with that guy in the office, I was thinking, this is Edward Nigma, like leaving work. Yeah, that's what that's I what I was too. thinking. And then Riddler just walks up and shoots him in the back of the head. With, like, no motive at all. No motive. And you're watching it, and you're like, I have said over and over and over and over and over and over again on this podcast that besides the Joker, the Riddler is the most sadistic villain in Batman. I've said it over and over. This issue painted him perfectly. That is the Riddler. That, that is, is the Riddler. So good. That's him. And every version has been is is always great of him. But the fact that he was like like those little things when he's in getting interrogated for the first time, he's like, How do you think Joker knew where you lived? Mm-hmm. And like you he like reveals that he's the one who gave him his address for killing Joe. Yeah. And you're that- like like those little things where you're there like, was, you son of a bitch. There was that, and then he said something else like, uh, "Do you really think he planned that all by himself?" And I was like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Are you serious?" Like, oh talking about the cop God. that Gordon slept with when he's in that room and they're telling him to put on the straitjacket and he gets all those cops to kill each Dude, other because each they're other. afraid of their families getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, the way Batman acts, I thought that was. I thought it was a great – the moments Bruce Wayne was on, I think that was the perfect interpretation yeah, so of how Bruce Wayne actually is. I don't know if you heard um, me and Tyler's episode where we talked about uh, Riddler One Bad Day. I had to skip I had yeah, to skip over that I because figured. I really wanted it to be fresh mm-hmm. for me. Um, but I um, – that's the one thing I forgot to highlight was there was a lot of cool parts where, um, you know – Batman said it's not worth my time, but it's worth Bruce Wayne's time. It's worth time. Bruce Wayne's. You know, like he he goes out and he's trying to help the family, and he just fe- you know he feels bad for what happened to him, and it was just that was really cool. It was it was he's great, just and just all this time with the, when uh, he, the woman, the the wife, and uh, mm-hmm. when he's at the funeral, and she's just. I thought they captured her mourning so well because I've seen people that are very much like they're just kind of rambling mm-hmm. about like all the and like that she's like I just I need a minute and he's just like take all the time you need and it's like it shows his connection with the people of Gotham and how that is and then the way they the crafting of that origin story of him 
not getting those riddles at the end of the test. I thought it was like, <laughs> man, that was really. It, it yeah. was. It was. That was really it cool. made and sense. That was the only. It was the only thing he, he could never get. He got that. every single question, but when it came to the bonus question, or you know, technically the bonus question, which was just a riddle, mm-hmm. he never got it right. And then, and he, then his father would beat him for it. Mm-hmm. And then again, I, I mentioned this on uh, on what's going on, but um, it I found it so just creepy and weird that even when his father wasn't around and he got a question wrong on it. He still bent over the desk, and he was he was like, "I'm sorry, Father. I'm sorry." And he was acting like he was getting beaten still, and it's like, "Oh my God, yeah, what the hell?" That's some deep trauma, right yeah, there. Yeah, no kidding. That's some real deep trauma. <laughs> like, but even him him cheating on the the test in the mm-hmm. last portion, and the guy being like, "I changed it from what was on the answer key." Yeah, yeah you somehow confidently wrote the answer down to this. He wrote the old answer, not the... And then him killing the professor yeah. for it. Like, and, what the Yeah, hell? he just said, please don't tell my dad. And he was like, I'm sorry, I have to. And that was that, that was cool. He starts killing the professor, and he starts, he starts going, riddle me this, you know, and starts naming off different <laughs> riddles and just starts saying, oh, my God. That was so... It was so great. It was great. It was so great. I wish I had the comic in front of me because um, I should have brought it. I thought. I also thought the art was gorgeous. The art was beautiful. I loved the artwork. I love how Riddler looked in this. He's just a guy. Yes. You know, he's just some guy, some skinny, scrawny guy that turns out to be this psychopath. Yeah. When he's And, and then when he's like, when he gets himself out, when he's talking about. Jason, Tim, the uh, Dick, uh, Stephanie, uh, everybody, mm-hmm. um, um, <laughs> and like talking about how he's been in the manor, and like yes. he's like one time I took a dollar from the safe. He's like knowing you, you noticed, and then him talking about the other safe with his mother's pearl in it with the scratch, mm-hmm. and then him being like. I thought I, I thought he played with Batman's psyche so well when he was like he was like you you won't care if I hurt your people but when I hurt innocent people is mm-hmm. is where I, uh, is where is line. is where you draw the line so if you ever lay a hand on me again I'm going to just ca- keep killing as many people as possible like I'll, it's like I'll always get out and I'll always keep killing and uh yeah, I thought that was great. I thought the way he gets him in the end mm-hmm. was brilliant, especially and, after talking to the wife yeah. again. And I, I think it's cool because he says, you lay a hand on me, I'll kill someone. And he hits him anyway. Yeah. And then he goes on the, I forget exactly what he says on that little rant. But um, he says, so, so you see the reason... The reason why I did this is I just wanted to prove myself right that mm-hmm. he would hit me anyway. Yeah. I killed, and my proof is I killed a random person. That person was, you know, that was the proof. Yeah. Oh, man. And then he says to him, like, do you have anything to say to me? And Batman is just dead silent. He's, yeah. And then he goes, 
Yeah, that's that's what I figured. If that's that was the craziest part about it, is he renders him silent, or he's yeah, just like, I don't he, know what to yeah. do here. I was so shocked. I was like, Riddler actually has his, you know, he had his number, his back. He had his number know? on that one. It was crazy. And then, of course, so what exactly was that narrating? Do you know? At the very end, there. I th- so I thought it was Riddler listening in on Batman. It was. It was. That's what I thought. It was. And then he says, "Like you think I'm on a rooftop somewhere, but actually I'm not there at all." Yeah, he <laughs> he says it, and he's like, he's like, "You think I'm on a rooftop somewhere, but you're not putting the idea uh, possibility through your head that this is all just a recording or something like yeah, like he says he says like that, that specifically, and then sees him in the mirror, and then those yeah, last." Three black frames. Oh man, that was cool. It, and it really, it kind of leaves you up to your imagination of what what happened. Like, what did he do? Did he beat the living hell out of him? Did he did he not kill him? But what happened? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's just it, it's it's it was. It was so good, (laughs) and I'm so excited to read the rest of these now. So um, the next one we're getting is Two-Face, and I'm so excited to see it now. Now knowing— We get a Bane one, too. Yeah, we're getting a Bane one. Um, Where are they? I I think we get a Scarecrow one, too. Oh, my God, we get, like, all of them. Mr. Freeze, there's a Freeze one. There's Catwoman, there's— um. Yeah. There's Mr. Freeze. Oh man, they're well, great. Uh, there's Ra's Al Ghul. Ra's Al Ghul will be a cool one. Oh, I wonder when the next one comes out. I gotta find um, out. Um. Shoot. Which comic did I see it in? I can't remember. I, oh, here it is. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was fantastic. It might. It might be one of the best issues of a comic book I've ever read in general. Okay. So Tyler was wondering, and now I'm. I'm intrigued myself. So. <clears throat> Riddler One by Bad Day was by Tom King and Mitch Jarrods. Uh, I'm sorry if I butchered your last name. <laughs> um, and then this next one is going to be Mariko Tamaki and Javier Fernandez. Javier Fernandez, I recognize. I know I've looked at his stuff before. So that's going to be the two-faced one. So Tyler was wondering if it was going to be the same kind of thing the whole time. It looks like it's not going to be. It's going to be different artists each time and uh, different, I'm guessing, different story writers. So now I'm really interested. I'm wondering if they're going to pick up from the stories then or if it's going to be like, each one is on their own. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I, let me see because I'm I'm looking into it too because I'm I I want to know so bad. Like yeah, so there's yeah there's Two Face, Penguin, uh, Mister Freeze, Catwoman, Bane, Clayface, Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, and so then, eight issues total. Yeah, Tyler had the theory that uh, they were each each one was going to connect to Joker, and then there's going to be one more. And that's going to be Joker. Oh, that that would be cool. Um, But who knows? I really, that would be super cool if they do that, but I don't know if they're going to do it. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not, it'd be really cool if they did. It would be really cool. It really would. 
the, that was his theory, though, that it, somehow each one is going to have some sort of connection to, um, to um, Joker. Mm-hmm. They mentioned Joker at some point, and my theory is maybe they had something to do with what happened on the day of Killing Joke. Yeah, you know I mean? it definitely could be. I mean, they're they're because, talking about that stuff all the time. Yeah, so. they're talking about it, and it it's weird because you're wondering, like, wait. That's the story where you don't know if Batman killed Joker or not. Right. So is Joker even alive? Like, what's going on in this story, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so it comes out September 20th. So that's the that's the two-faced September date. September 20th. 20th is the next one. So not this week, but the uh, week after it will be out. So long. I know. <laughs> We've got, we'll find other stuff to hold us together. To, yes, uh, To hold will. us uh, down until then, at least. Um, while we're on the subject of Batman 2... Um, as always, we promote Queen City Comic Books on our show. They're our number one um, supplier for our comic books on this show, as well as Cosmic yes, Comics. Sir. Um, you can find Queen City on Main Street in uh, the uh, Amherst area, right by UB, um, over kind of near where Kenmore Avenue is, too. So um, Queen City Comic Books on Main Street and Cosmic on Union Road. In, or no, George Irvin Boulevard yes. in Chictawaga. Yes. I'm so sorry because <laughs> I get my streets mixed up all the time. Um, but while we're on the subject of those two shops, um, you know we are major Batman fans on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like the the biggest Batman fans. Biggest. Um, so next Saturday, September 17th, is Batman Day um, regarded Batman. internationally um, by comic books and by DC and everything like that. And they will be um, holding an event at both locations um, with free Batman comic books um, as well as other merchandise and memorabilia. I think we're going to have to double dip (gasps) and go to two shops. I think we're going to have to go to two (laughs) shops. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to. Um, But make sure you check them out even um, just weekly because their supply is the best in Buffalo, in my opinion, and uh, they're just a really reliable source. So make sure you support them because they support us so, so much, and they're so good to us. Absolutely. And God, I can't wait to get new comic books. I'm so excited. I'm just I'm staring at my phone waiting for my email that it's confirmed for me. Um, what did you get to read this week? Uh, so <clears throat> I got three issues this week. Beautiful. One I got for you, obviously. Um <clears throat> I only read two, but this one I had for a while already. So I'll I'll talk about this one first. Um, this is Detective Comics 1063. And um, I absolutely loved the first one. It illustrates this really cool version of Batman that's uh, it's kind of testing himself more and more. And um, it's cool because immediately in this, it's... He is immediately testing himself again, and he's talking. He's talking like it's uh, it's like I'm back in the old days. And uh, he's like, and he's just pummeling people. And that's, yeah, that's the old days for him. <laughs> you know, and it's it, it's just interesting to see because. He keeps saying it's like the old days, so I'm wondering how old is Batman at this point? Yeah. Because you know? um, 
<clears throat> obviously Nightwing is a thing at this point, but I don't believe. Yeah, I haven't seen Robin, and I don't believe I've seen Batgirl either. So I'm wondering where exactly at this point, like Batman is. Sure. And um, in this issue, it's interesting. Um, <clears throat> you find out Harvey Dent's good. Oh. Or Two Face is good. Um, so he just wears a golden mask. Okay. And covers up the other side. But yeah, he's just like this nice guy now. Oh. And so I think it's like his Harvey persona took back over, you know what I mean? Um and then you find out some other cool stuff in this comic. Um do you know the character what's his name? Um sorry, one second. You're fine. Arzen. Arzen. How's that spelled? Young Master Arzen, A-R-Z-E-N. No. Yeah, it's interesting. So I don't know if this is a new character, who they are, but um, these people just bought Arkham Island. Okay. Yeah. And then Batman is doing an investigation, and he goes to ask someone about something specific. I'm just trying not to spoil too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, Batman has been... This comic is just its very interesting. Um, Batman has been having these kind of problems lately, mm-hmm. kind of like these nightmares at random times. Um, but it's really cool. Um, you'll have to check that out. That sounds really, The very really end cool. of the comic, I'll be honest, its it has to do with Jim Gordon, I'm pretty sure. I'm very sorry to admit I did not read it. <laughs> I I wasn't very interested in it. You're like, oh, the detective? Uh, oh. <laughs> Fuck him. A detective in detective comics? What the hell is this? What is this shit? <laughs> but uh, that was good. Um, and then I got uh, Sword of Asriel too. Very cool. Uh, this was really cool. I really liked the first one. <clears throat> now that I mention uh, this, I I always say, like, sometimes I say it, I'll be honest, mm. uh, that Moon Knight is kind of like the verse, the, um, the Marvel version of Batman. Mm. I'm wrong. Uh, he's like... The Marvel version of Asriel. Yes, yeah. For sure. I think Asriel's way more brutal Asriel than Batman Asriel is. is much more brutal. He kills, obviously, and they both have a voice that talks in their head. You know what I mean? Did you so. happen to hear um, the episode that we did on um, ESL about the comic book covers with Tice? Yes, he mentioned that. He mentioned that about Moon Knight, where he was saying that, like, he's like, people talk about how he's Marvel's answer to Batman. He's like, he's nothing like that at all. He's like, you see the blood on his knuckles and like the him looming (laughs) over the body. Like that's Batman's not killing people mercilessly. Batman, and it's funny too because he mentioned uh, he didn't say this exactly, but Batman wears like black and gray to you know conceal himself. He said he mentioned this. Moon Knight wears white because he wants to see you coming. He wants you to see him coming. Exactly. 
uh, because he wants to beat your ass. We also we have to have Tyson here, by the way. Absolutely, I'm dying to he, have sound, him on. he sounded he was, awesome. he was fantastic to, um, to talk to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I very much agree with it. the the Nightfall storyline shows that very much. He's, oh, a, yeah. he's not afraid to go to that point to oh, like beat yeah. ass. Batarangs are in people in that series more than I've ever seen Batarangs There's like in batarangs people. Especially, he was just using them willy-nilly, too. He built that suit. So he was just going, choo-choo-choo-choo, and there's just... Oh, my God. He's shooting up people left and right. The best. Might as well be doing drive-bys with Batarang. Literally. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, I read Sword of Azrael too. Uh, right now, uh, in the very beginning of the comic, he uh, fights off with Bane's daughter. Okay. Uh, which is very cool. Um... This is an Azrael. This is the same Azrael that has already been the Batman and everything like that. And he went off to this island to meditate and try to tame the beast inside him, and you know, uh, do all that. And then shit got real. And then shit got real. <laughs> you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't think of her name. Uh. All she said her name was is Vengeance, so I don't know her name. I'm vengeance. <laughs> but um, Best opening Batman line I know, of right? any Batman movie. That was cool. Including I'm Batman. <laughs> it's better than I'm Batman. Yeah, it's much better than I'm Batman. I'm Vengeance. <laughs> and then people are calling it Vengeance the entire yeah, time. That's my yeah. favorite thing about hey, that. Vengeance! <laughs> yeah, that was cool. So damn cool. But, um... Yeah, so he's fighting off with Bane's daughter, and um, well, so right before this, he does mention to one of the priests, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let Azrael out. Hang on to this sword and protect it for me. So what happened is they brought someone to the island that um, that needed Azrael's help. Oh, okay. So now they're protecting Asriel, but Bane's daughter and these other people are after this girl. Mm. So now he came out as Asriel to protect, you know, uh, the island. Makes sense. So then he's fighting off with uh, the army, and he's just murking people left and right. And it's badass. His suit is just, it's so cool. His costume is just awesome. And then, um, based on the covers, it looks really, yeah, sweet. it's just so cool, um, and then, uh, yeah, so he's fighting off with Bane's daughter, they're going back and forth, um eventually, Bane's daughter so, oh, um, a monk hops in the way and uh gets something that was about to hit Asriel, and he's like, "Oh my God, it like got him right through his hand, yeah. He was like, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" And um, Bane's daughter, Bane's daughter was like, "Oh, there's there's an unnecessary uh, bystander that got hurt, pretty much." Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we can't do this anymore. <clears throat> and they were like, uh, "We're this battle is lost. We're leaving." Mm. And they all take off. And from there, uh, because you know, Asriel's like a system. Yes, in yes. His head. From there, Jean-Paul Valley starts kind of – he talks about the saints and calms them down mm-hmm. and then eventually takes back over. And then um, 
and then he runs back into the he uh tells the monk like we're gonna go get medical uh, attention and he runs back to the monastery or t- the to the chapel to see if everyone's okay and the one girl that was helping him slaughtered everyone oh Jesus and you find out she also believes that she's an angel so Ooh. that's why she did it and she took his flaming sword that's what happened wow so, so now he told her this is a program they it's the order of saint Dumas programmed you just like they did to me i you're not an angel i i know you didn't mean to do these things but it is what it is and so um this character that you see in the um in the one shot comic for this mm-hmm. they show up and they're like hey What's up? How you doing? I know you're uh <clears throat> I know you're an angel and everything like that. Oh, I do also have to say um Asriel is diving back into his memories while this is happening. Mm. So he's praying and try and uh as John Paul Valley, he jumped into his memories to see and jumped into Asriel's memories, sure. I should say, in order to see um what he's been through and everything like that. Um, so this, yeah, this person, poor fellow shows up to the door and then says to her, um, uh, so the girl says, Jean-Paul says the order of St. Dumas programmed me and and she goes, oh no, Azriel is wrong. Uh, they only discovered what was dormant inside you. You are truly an angel. And you know, it's clearly lying to her mm-hmm. and she's like but i killed people and she's like i'm sorry that happened but you can't hold yourself to the moral mortalities you know mm-hmm. and she's like okay and like she's not really kind of she's kind of not believing it but you could she's like clearly upset she's killing people mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be doing this um and then she says uh, well, come on, let's go. And she's like, but Jean-Paul. And she's like, don't worry about him. He's a stick in the mud. He's just going to get in the way. And then uh, she's like, is there anything else you need to take? And mm-hmm. she's like, yes, I could take this. And takes his flaming sword. And oh, then they, wow. they take off. And then the last thing you see is him praying um, with blood in his uh, with blood pouring out of his eyes. Ooh. Yeah, so it's like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah, it was. I'm loving. Asriel's so dark. So All far. those stories are so dark. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm loving it though. I mean, I so I've never like seen the true origin story of Asriel, but the sort of Asriel comics I'm reading so far. Uh, I'm just loving it. The art style is just my style. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is just perfect. Uh, not perfect, but I'm just I'm loving where it's going so far. Uh, but yeah. Um, and then the last thing I got, which I'm excited to read, as soon as I get number one, is I, I swear to God, I'm about to break and just find it somewhere. Uh, is Flashpoint Beyond. Uh, I got number five of six, which is awesome, awesome cover. It looks really cool. I love, I don't know if it's, um, 
Oh, it's not him. I thought it was the. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was the artist's signature right in the middle. Oh the yeah, eye, yeah, which would have been cool, but it's not. Uh, but it's super cool the way they did it. It's like um, it's half the you know the clean Batman cover. And then the other half is kind of like a sketch of it. And yeah. What they were going to put in there, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, again, I haven't read that yet because I haven't found one yet. Yeah, we need to. That's got to be our next thing. We've got to yeah. get you that issue, dude. We have to, have to, have to, have to. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, it's out there somewhere waiting for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um yeah, man, it's it's nice to be reading again. It really just is. I I needed to get that break, and it's just kind of a meditation for myself too. It's something I look forward to every week, and I think not having it was bumming me out a little bit too. No, you know? yeah, I know what you mean. It's it really is. It, you think it's gonna take up a lot of time, and you're like, oh, maybe what if it's not interesting and it's not worth my time? But normally, it's not. It's worth the time it's always worth the time it's always worth it especially because it's something i love exactly and anything you love it's worth it it just is exactly um yeah speaking of things i love uh buffalo pills holy shit oh yeah yeah (laughs) we're geared towards a good season buddy i know you don't pay attention to a lot of football yeah not too much no but i did hear we did win thursday we faced uh the los angeles rams who won the super bowl last year okay um they are kind of like the same team they were last year. We've made a couple little improvements, but we made a big uh, deal in this offseason by signing uh, someone our, on our defense named Von Miller, who used to play okay. for the Rams. I, did, I have been hearing about him. That guy's a beast because he gets um, so many sacks every game, which is where um, you tackle the quarterback behind the line oh, yeah. and make them lose yards. Yeah, he gets so many of those. Like every he's he's Damn. he has su- two Super Bowl rings um, from being on the Denver Broncos and from being on the Rams last year. Damn. Um, and we went out there, and the first half it was looking kind of even. It was only ten. It was ten ten going into the locker room. And then the Bills came out, and they just found a fourth gear, and they just fucking hit overdrive it within Damn. those last um, two quarters. They did not allow one point from the Rams, and Damn. we put up 21 out of our own. Damn. So we beat them 31-10 to 10 oh, in L.A., in Englewood. Sounds like a high school football. Sean McVay, who is the coach of the LA Rams, has never lost a season opener before, Damn. at home at least. Uh, I'm pretty sure. And that was we. Josh was dunking on him, dude. Yeah, I believe he it. was. He's. We have a new offensive coordinator, and I don't think he's afraid to let Josh throw the ball when he wants to. Mm-hmm. And he was making some long throws and hitting all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all of you them. don't you don't have to be a huge football fan to see Josh Allen on the field and just know he's he's just a fucking the dude's ace. a truck. He's an ace, dude. Yeah, someone. Oh my God, who was it that I was reading? Someone recently, they were like, 
it's unfair for a team from Buffalo to have a quarterback that's actually a Buffalo or something like that. <laughs> that's funny. Two seasons ago, so, uh. um, one of our um, defensive players, I, th- I think he's since moved on from our team, Josh Norman. Yeah, he's on another team now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> he made, like, memedom when – uh, someone from the Tennessee Titans stiff armed him and literally sent him flying like oh, Superman damn, across really? that. And it was literally the Bills were a meme for a while because he <laughs> because of that push. Josh Allen stiff armed this dude running the other day, and it made up for that moment for me so much. He literally like just pushed it like like had his head and just pushed him like that <laughs> like like he was clowning him for even trying someone was telling me my my friend Nick was telling me that uh <laughs> that Josh Allen actually or no that Stefan Diggs was um there's uh Jalen Ramsey who's one of the defensemen um talked a lot of shit about our team and he was defending Diggs the whole time and, okay, and yeah. Diggs got a bunch of catches off him and a touchdown. Oh, and at damn. one point, he, like, tapped his helmet like this when he was on the <laughs> ground. And Nick was telling me that in, in football, because he has two sons that play, he's like, uh, he says that that's, like, almost like saying, like, your son in them, if you're doing that. Like, <laughs> like sit down, boy. Like, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, sit down, sit down. It's okay. But it was cool because... Um, that's I was funny. so worried about this game because the Rams looked so good last year. Right. I was so worried about it. And we were coming in as favorites, and I was like, should we be favorites in this right. matchup? And we proved yeah, we should have been even bigger favorites yeah. than we were against that team. And that Man. was the first game of the season. I'm excited. The first, not of our season, of the whole NFL season. Let's go. So everybody was watching that one. And the Bills made a statement on the first day. The first day. Mets are tanking, but Bills are doing good. <laughs> Fuck. Did we win last night? Nope. No. We lost six to three. Oh, it's we okay. were behind we were behind by one at one point. We had four to three. And then they knocked in two more. So great. Hey. It is what it is. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> It's not when you're playing for October, Ben. We have eleven. We have to win eleven more games to clinch a, spo- a postseason spot. Eleven more. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all we have to do. If we can't win eleven games, we are pathetic. We got this. There's Don't like twenty nine left, and if we lose like most of them, we're fucked. And we're looking like we're gonna lose most of them right now. We'll be. They're all asleep right. at the wheel. They're asleep at the wheel. <laughs> It's embarrassing. Oh, man. It's oh, really embarrassing. Fair. I was trashing Yankee fans because they were looking bad for a little. I wasn't really trashing them, but I was I was trashing the Yankees because they were looking bad for right, a bit. Right, yeah. Because they weren't winning a lot of games. We're not winning a lot of games right now. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> a fan graph, like, a few weeks ago said we have a 100% chance of making it to the playoffs, and I really hope they're right. Oh, but man. if we don't, it's going to be an uphill, like, if we don't get the division, it's going to be an uphill battle. So, I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. It is what hey, it is, I, I guess. I think we can afford to lose one more, and then we can win the rest. Mm-hmm. I let's guess. do that. I, I, no, let's just win them all, please. <laughs> uh, um, one's okay. I had one of my favorite wins in Fortnite this week. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I like I've been playing and losing uh for like the past week and a half so bad. And I was like, I, I just need something. And yeah. I was making, I was doing terrible decision making. I was getting so cocky in some of them. <laughs> if a fucking, I was, the one game I was down to was the top three. When I, and I went in a building, it was ending at Tilted or in like the area of Tilted. Okay, yeah. And I went in the one building and there was a Keanu Reeves, uh, John <laughs> oh, Wick no. with Darth Saber, uh, with Darth Vader's lightsaber. And he came at me, and he started slashing me with it, and I killed him before he could kill me. So I recover. I get all my shit together, pick up the lightsaber just to have it as a trophy, allegedly. (laughs) And then my dumbass, here's the last guy coming. So what do I try and do? I try to do the same thing John Wick did to me that got him killed (laughs) by running out and trying to sun him with the lightsaber and as I'm slashing, I accidentally hit my home button, and it brought me oh out to the menu, God, no. screamed at the top of my lungs, go back in the game, <laughs> game's over. I'm fried. Oh, no. If I would have just shot, if I would have just shot my gun, I'd have killed him. That would have been it. Oh, it would have been man. it. But the other day, I went in and I was like... Sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I listen to like podcasts. Like I'll listen to yours and yeah. Tyler's while I'm playing Fortnite or something like that. Okay, yeah. And uh, I was just like, I need to buckle down and just get this win. I can't accept anything less than a win here. Okay. Twelve kills throughout the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I was I was out for blood. I was literally hunting people down. If I could hear their shots, I was <laughs> I was just like going to kill them at the beginning of the game because I always if I have the option I always drop to either the Joneses or to Greasy Grove those are the two places I go so I was at Greasy Grove and I was in one house around the area and there was a cliffside and I heard two people fighting along the cliffside it's like one of the areas you could get the grapples from or whatever and I'm looking over there see them both fighting snipe the one guy on the cliff kill the other one and then another one hears me and tries coming after me, kill him too. So that was three, like right, right Damn. from the jump with that. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm in an area where I was able to access the uh, the Nimbus Cloud and the Comets. Oh, right? nice. Yeah. So I get both of those. Um, at, at one point, I'm walking, and this car who has no idea that I'm even existing in this game right now. <laughs> Just drives by and is going into the distance. I fucking selected a comedy, hit it, and just blew up the car while he was like 200 miles away and killed him as well. I was like, that's just not even fair. That's just not even fair that you could do that in this game right now. That's just not even fair. What is Fortnite? What so is cool. Fortnite? It's so cool. Don't deny it. Marvel Who. Don't deny it. Marvel Who for crossovers. <laughs> no Way Home Who. Have you seen um the new Fortnite page? Or what the new Battle Pass is going to be? Yes, I'm so excited. I'm, su- I'm super excited myself. Um, So I hit him with that. 
Uh, a guy dressed as a Joker tried killing me as I was walking into that area. Hey. Had a nice shootout with me where he was like, I think he thought he was getting ahead, but the whole time I was literally just reading his timing to try and uh, get the yeah. right shot. And I and I got him with a snipe and then switched to my AR and just finished the job. Mm-hmm. And then as the storm was coming in behind me, just taunted until I couldn't taunt anymore. <laughs> I was gumball. You know I always have oh, luck with yeah, gumball. gumball yeah. So I did the one where he, like, literally takes the gum out, pops it in his mouth, chews it for a second, and blows <laughs> the little guy out, and then pops it. And then I did, like, the the Meek Mill dirt bike as I was like, as I was like sitting around just hanging out, and then it just went into the storm from there. Um, so then we get down to the final three, and we're in this little area under a bridge. The one guy's shooting it out with the other, so I know where both of them are. Okay, um, but he, she, uh, they're reloading, I think, and they were hiding behind this pillar to try and get their shot. And I had a direct shot on them, so I start shooting take most of their health, they're behind this pillar. And as a last-second des- desperation, they had a Kame. And their plan was they were going to shoot, like hit the Kame, hit the beam that they were behind, and use that cover from the beam in order to get protection while they tried to hit me. Oh, right. so use protection and then break the beam yeah. to try to hit you. Yeah. So rather than moving, I don't know why I didn't try and move. I just stood there. I was just like, I'm ready for it. I was like, you're not going to hit your shot before I get mine <laughs> to you. So they they hit it, they break the beam, and I start shooting. And as the beam is coming, I kill them yeah. down. And I yeah, was yeah. like... I, I was like, you've got to be so fucking mad right now. Like, you've got to be so mad that I beat you to He's that. So and then the other guy was at the edge of the storm, and he had no, no chance. Hell, and I yeah. just and I just kept him out there. And afterwards, I just, like, it was one of those wins where, like, you haven't had one in so long that you just take a deep breath after you get it done. Yeah. You're just like, oh. You don't even celebrate. You're just like, I got it. <laughs> I used to do that when I was, dude, when I was a Addicted to Warzone, like addicted oh, to yeah. it. That was my whole life sometimes where I would get that win. And because I was unemployed and broke and so unhappy, <laughs> I would like that was the highlight of my day. That deep breath that I take no, after I was the highlight mean. of my day. I definitely know what you mean. I've been chasing a Fortnite win for a little while. I, we got to uh, let's play today. I'm down. Because um, I can, I'll be able to get a dub today. We can get a dub Lord, together. I'm down. We gotta, um, we can get a trio with John and get him. Shit, we could hey, get Tyler in there we as a quad. Get Tyler in there. We could get all of us on tonight. Uh, I did have a cool moment the other day where, and of course, it just happened with the perfect skin, which was the Batman one. Um, <clears throat> I think it was me and Casey playing together, and, uh. I was chasing after this guy. I was shooting, shooting, shooting. He got in the truck and drove off. I was like, all right, I'm going after him. And I used the Kamehameha, or uh, not the Kamehameha, uh, the Nimbus Cloud. Yeah. And it flew up and over. And then I think for some reason, I either went past him and then was able to, I, 
I can't exactly remember what happened. He either turned around or something weird happened. But I, I was able to like keep up with the truck and landed perfectly on the back of the truck and just shot him in the back of the head. I love those moments. And I was like, oh my god, that was with the perfect skin, perfect, you know, perfect. I love moment. Fortnite because it provides that without being like overly violent. You just yeah. like you just disappear when you die. You yeah, just get exactly. phased out. You're like, damn it. Like, it's always just like a damn it instead of like Warzone where I'm on the ground like dying and someone finishing yeah, moves it's... me by stabbing me in the neck or like rolling over my body and shooting me in the head. Yeah, or like, or you have Master, or not Master, Jesus Christ. Um, What's his name? Uh, walking up behind you, shooting you in the back. Oh my God. Yeah. I his name. Uh, Price? Price, yeah. Yeah, Price. Terrible. I used to the dog used to be my favorite one. When I used to when I used to try and stunt on people, I'd get a dead silence and just like I'd know where they are and I'd just hit it and I'd creep up behind them and then I'd hit the Fido one where I'd be like Yeah. And just just, yeah. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible human being. Because you know when those people are dying like that, like I've been in those scenarios. (laughs) Man, the one time uh I think it's it's painful to talk about it because like, <laughs> things have changed so much since then. But okay. um, the one time Dave was getting finishing moved um, when we were playing. Oh, and, yeah. like, the guy was sizing him up, and I just turned around and I shot the guy before he could kill Dave. <laughs> I just, it, like, we had each other's backs. Right, yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> That's cool, though. Uh, I did want to ask, do you have any highlights that you want to highlight for comics? Or old highlights? Old highlights? Old highlights, no. I I want to, but I want to highly emphasize, like, on this podcast that if there's one uh, comic book you should go read, you should pick up Riddler One Bad Day and read it. Yes. I just, I just, Absolutely. I can't emphasize it enough. I think it's one of the best comic books I've ever read. I think um, it captured the Riddler so well. I think it's so well drawn. I think it's a great Batman story. And um, it, I, if if these issues in One Bad Day are going to be anywhere near as complete as this one was, mm-hmm. um. We're in for a great ride yeah, doing that. So, absolutely. Um, it was so good. Pick uh, pick that up, and then I'm trying to think if there's – I'm sure there's, like, a throwback that I've been thinking okay, of recently. So go go ahead with you, yours. We're going to combine ours. Okay. as soon as you hear my little thing, I'm sure you'll agree with me. So um, I am going to highlight all three of these comics, which is going to be – or books, I should say, which is – Long Halloween, mm-hmm. Dark Victory, mm-hmm. and Haunted Night. Yes. I think everyone should go out and read those. Um, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Sword of Asriel for um, giving a little homage to Tim Sale, the artist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, who sadly passed, passed away. away on June 16th of 2022. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the one I wanted to highlight today. I read... Obviously, because I read this comic today, and uh, I saw this at the very end, and I thought it was a very nice little uh, homage to Jim Sale. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so um, definitely great, great stories. Um, I absolutely loved them. Dark Victory is one of my 
I really like the take they have with Dick Grayson becoming Robin. In that yeah. One. That's one of my personal favorites. Mm-hmm. And um, Long Halloween is obviously, it's one of the greatest stories that, uh, one of the greatest Batman stories um, told in comics. Yes. Agreed. So, uh, yeah, those are going to be my highlights. Those are good. I have yeah. one that I've been thinking of, and I don't think there's an official title to it, but... Um, okay. I've, lately, I've been thinking about the storyline of Spider-Man where Norman and – or not Norman, where Harry and um, Peter uh, – it's like a to-the-death storyline, I want to say it's called, oh. um, where they um, – it's like kind of the last straw of their friendship. It's finally when like – they kind of do a little bit of it in, like, the OG Spider-Man movies. Right. Where right. he kind of, like, because of his dad and everything, like, he's the new goblin. And then, what like, have you done? he finally gets really, like, sadistic with Peter. And, like, mm-hmm. it's... It, the so storyline as a whole is really, 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 really good. Okay. And they make peace... Like, Harry, Harry's dead by the end of the storyline, but they make peace by the end. And um, it's... You know, Sam Raimi kind of did a fraction of what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, But the full, you get really emotionally invested because, like, both their families get involved, too. And, like, there's, like, this really great scene where um, Green Goblin takes MJ and they're sitting on the building uh, that uh, Gwen got thrown off of. But they're both, but they're both sitting and talking. Like, they're not even, it's nothing sinister. It's, like, a whole yeah. different scenario where um, Harry and Mary Jane are, like, it, like it, Mary Jane's trying to talk him out of yeah. it and being, like, please don't, like, go out. And, like, he's, like, I love you. He's like I, he's, like, I love you. I love Peter. He cannot exist in my life if he's Spider-Man. So, like, that's got to go. And, like, it's a very... It's it's very, very like character driven. It yeah. it it highlights both their friendships so well, and I mm. think that um it, it didn't get enough. It started out well in the Raimi movies, but then in Amazing Spider Man, there was no connection between Harry Osborn and Peter at all. Yeah, that no. was that was um my that was my the biggest flaw for me of those movies was they very much rushed yeah, that. Yeah, Casey had said to me like, "Why does everyone hate the Amazing Spider-Man movie?" Like, I thought it was very good. I was like, "Okay, the first one isn't bad. They first one has do, potential." Yeah, the first one had potential. It wasn't bad. My whole problem was I thought they portrayed Spider-Man or Peter Parker, sorry, the wrong way. He didn't skateboard. He wasn't like doing tricks off of like uh, off of railings or anything. He wasn't dunking on people in high school. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that just wasn't him. They made him kind of like a like a cool jockey kind, not a jock, but like kind of like a a nerdy pretty boy. Mm. And that's not who Peter Parker is. You I know? agree. He's a nerd. And that that was my whole gripe with it. But um, then I told her the, the first one had potential, but the second one is where they screwed everything because they did too many storylines. Characters just looked horrible. Like, it just it was not good. The, my favorite part about the movie was the suit. The suit kind of looked cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I, I really liked how they did. I thought it was more accurate to the one that we currently have now. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. it looks looks so good. I love that. the newest. But like when when he shoots the web to save Gwen in the hand. Come on, man. But, like, they do two uh, yeah, scenes. Yeah. It was just, it was bad for me because they did two scenes together where it was uh, Harry and Peter. And all of a sudden he's like, he's my best friend. And like, you're he like, dude, you haven't seen him in 15 years. <laughs> like, you're delusional. Like, that's what I would have said if I was going. This emo kid is your best friend. This emo kid is your best friend. Um so, a couple of announcements, real quick, before yeah. we get out of here. Um, I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember if I made the official announcement on here, um, but I do have some eat, sleep, bliss news. Huh? Um, so, Matt and I decided uh, that this season of Eat, Sleep, List is going to be the final season. Yes, I of heard. Eat, Sleep, List. Sadly, and that's because. It's not going to be a seasonal podcast anymore. Me and Matt have decided to take Eat Sleep List full time. Yes. So it's going to be a weekly podcast from now until we, decide, uh, we decide to stop doing it. That's I've nice. had, you know, Matt has been such a fantastic uh, mentor on this network. And I've oh, always yeah. thought me and him have had a nice connection podcasting. Shout out and to the Podfather. this has been so much fun to do because I feel like it's more than lists. It's uh, revealing parts of ourselves within it. Yeah. We did our newest episode was our top 10 video game bosses that of all good. time. Oh, you listened already? I did. did I have a good list? That was a good it list. It was a decent yeah. one. That was a good Okay, list. so who would you put on your, do you have a top five that you would do? Um... What is my top five video game villains? I don't know. There's a lot of... Ganondorf just has always hit me the right way. Ganondorf. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It was a a good choice. Not to be like that guy. But it is like the basic choice. I thought I I said so too. Reason, but I told you I said that on the show. I was like, I feel like you guys have like gourmet meals, and I have a bowl of frosted flakes. (laughs) Um, Um, If for villains, though, I mean, man, I thought I obviously, to be honest, I'm surprised Ripto wasn't number one. He had to be number two for me. I just thought like it's sinister wise. He doesn't check that box because he's never sinister. He's just a little punk the the whole time. (laughs) Um, And and with my lists, um, one of my rules is I like it to be stuff that I know about. So I'm not going to like take all these uh like villains like um Matt had Wesker on his list which oh, i would yeah. you know i if i was doing a general list he would probably end up on there just because he's such a recognizable video game character but okay. i've never played resident evil before so yeah, i can't because i don't have the experience with it i'm not going to pretend i know what i ta- uh, what i'm talking no, about yeah. on these lists who wants oh, to yeah. hear that yeah i um i've never played this game I've heard he's cool. What gamer out there wants to hear that? I would rather have it be something I can talk about and even admit, like, when I was talking about Voss um, during that list, I was like, it's been a long time since I've played Far Cry 3, but I remember Mm. him sticking out. Like, he was just, he was like a really kind of terrible asshole villain. And even with with Bioshock Infinite, when I was talking about Comstock, he's absolutely up there, but, like... I couldn't put him high on there because <laughs> I can't even talk about why I can't even put him high because it spoils the whole video I game know, and I people know, should go play Bioshock Infinite. 
It's um, really cool. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, I thought, uh, what's his name? Um, the guest you had, Johnny. Um, he yeah, was awesome. John. He was real good. Um, I really liked that. Um, one of his main ones was the villain from Bioshock. The Big Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. The. No, no, not the Big Daddy. The um, the oh, um, the, would you kindly? Would you kindly? Yeah, yeah. Would yeah. You um, yeah, that's such, he was. A he was called Atlas at first. Atlas, I Atlas. think, and then he he has like a real name, but like mm-hmm. at first he's known as Atlas because you know the whole. Have you played all of Bioshock? The only one I didn't play was the second. One. It's and you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So the first one, so you know the whole plot of that. Yes. Um. Because he's he's known as you see him in your guide the whole time. Yeah, um, so yeah. I, that's all I'll say about that. Because I that was another thing on that show is like those games like Bioshock that are so like perfectly crafted. At least the first two perfectly crafted. Um, they they're so worth playing even now. Oh yeah, like they're worth experiencing yeah. for the first time if you've never. Done uh, like John mentioned, we have that remastered thing where it's all three of them. Oh, I cool. wanted Gacy to play it. I, she's that. That was forever ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. But we'll have to. I'm gonna have to re-download it because that game. It really is. It's an awesome game. Yeah, and, and the art style is still cool even now for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just real cool. Um, so that that was my first announcement is that um, ESL is going to be a full time thing. Um, mm-hmm. Secondly, I do want to take the time to promote um, the shows I'm in currently. Um, oh yes, I will be working on Night of the Living Dead at uh, Ghostlight Theater. It's going to be uh, the middle two weekends of October, so let me get those specific dates because I'm terrible with memorization in my old age. Um, Let me see. Um, So it's going to be October 13th, 14th, 15th, uh, 16th, and then uh, 20th, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Um, Thursday shows have a 7 o'clock start. Uh, Friday, Saturdays at eight o'clock, and then Sundays at two. Um, I'm very excited to be a part of the show. I th- haven't worked with Don in so long. Mm-hmm. There's some cool stuff <clears throat> they're adding that I can't wait for you to see, Ben. Like, yeah, some, I can't wait to see fun this. stuff. Yeah. I ho- I'm I really hope the uh, that you like the take that I'm going for mm-hmm. on. Because I wanted to make my Ben different from yours, too. Okay. I wanted to give, like, a different look than how you had it. Because, like, oh, the l- not like that you did it in a bad way. No. But the last thing I want to do is, like, some people with um, It's a Wonderful Life go up there and they're like, oh, I have to act like Jimmy Stewart. Because oh, I'm playing, yeah. and I don't want to like do that. I don't want to like. You want to make it your own. Yeah, theory. that's what every actor yeah, should absolutely. do. I feel like. Absolutely. So I, I hope you like the take I'm going for with this, um, and then I'm also going to be at. This is actually a newer announcement, and I'm not entirely sure on this date, on oh. these dates, um, but I'm going to be uh, performing with Starring Buffalo, um, which is a local company that brings in. Um, uh, a couple of students, a couple of local professionals, and then two Broadway actors um, in order to do a show. Um, so I'm going to be doing that for the first weekend of November. I believe the dates for that are the 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th of what? November. Um, and we're going to be doing um, Evito, too. So it'll be uh, – it, it's going to be what? a very cool show. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, that's the second thing. The third, and I'm still working out the details of this, um, very soon I've been deciding uh, or I've been thinking about because we've been a part of this network for so long and uh, how much we have to utilize around here. I was thinking Mm -hmm. how could we, uh, YAO, branch out a little bit um, with some stuff. So – in the next coming weeks, we're going to be hosting um, a video game and bad movie night. So the start of the night, it'll there'll be um, a little bit of food provided, some drinks and things like that. Um, we're going to play some video games, have different um, stations set up, and then we are going to um, sit back and watch a masterpiece of our choosing that's um, like – famously awful um i love it i i do too and i think it's gonna be a good i want to um do i want to make this a thing so i'm hoping that um we get a good turnout for it and a lot of people that can drink and laugh Mm -hmm. and just like enjoy um the first thing we do and to kick it off on the right foot um we are going to be watching first for our first bad movie night um, the Joel Schumacher masterpiece, Batman and Robin. Um, so that will be our first for um, our movie nights here. Um, I'm going to nail down a date, and then we'll announce it on here as soon as that's all set up. But I'm really excited to be doing something like that because I think I think it's about time that YAO makes a presence. Movie night, not torture. It's a tor- okay torture movie night. Torture movie night. Um, but yes, I'll have more de- details on that soon and nail down yeah, a date awesome. um, for that. Uh, but for now, make sure that you're listening to what's going on every Wednesday. Make mm. sure you're catching Noise Candy every Saturday and or Sunday. Um, make sure you are catching up on Eat Sleep List every Friday. Yes. Full time now here on the network. Um, football season has officially begun, people. My fantasy picks are in. Um, my parlays are set for these weekends. Uh, if you want, man, if you want a recap of everything, you want to know everything football this season, Matt Johnson and company on the two-point two conversation. Points. you got to be listening to the two-point every week. Um, check out Johnny Towns- uh, Townsend, who he had um, on ESL on all of his podcasts here, um, naming, uh, namingly Retropop um, that he hosts on this network. Um but uh, we've got some good stuff on here. Check out the 16-ounce podcast, which is our new MMA and boxing show that yes. we've had on here. Check out um, Goat Games, which is Steve for Cheese's um, yeah, crew baby. that um, is on this network monthly. They will be on here every month. Um, I'm hoping to have uh, one of them on here soon, too, so they can elaborate on some Absolutely. games. And I'm also hoping to come on for a Goat Games episode, so hopefully hey. we can get that done Next week, Cheeseman is back. Cheeseman! I'm super excited. Um, three co-hosts. I think, I, yeah, I think I'm going to have um, in, uh, like a really fun episode planned. I'm going to plan something yeah. really fun for us. You should do that. Um, so that we could fun. do something really special. Um, yeah, so that's it, man. Really good stuff yeah. this week. There's a UFC pay-per-view tonight. Um, as of listening, it'll already be over. Uh, Main event, sure. yeah. dude, this guy... Uh, Hamzat, last thing before we get out of here. Yeah. Hamzat Shamaya was supposed to be the main event against Nate Diaz this weekend. Okay. Right? Yeah. This motherfucker missed weight for the main event by seven and a half pounds. 
Bro. He wasn't even trying. Bro. Seven and a half? Seven and a half pounds. Bro. So that fights off. And now we get Nate, Dia- uh, Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson, which is even better. I think it's a great <laughs> fight. That's an awesome fight. And we also get, now we get um, Big Mouth versus Fat Boy, which is what I'm calling Hamza Chamaya forever. I'm calling Hamza Fat Boy forever for fat not making boy, weight. Fat boy, fat Seven and a half fucking pounds. Fat Boy. And Seven and, um, and Ke- Kevin, uh, uh, Kevin Holland is Big Mouth because he talks shit even during his fights. He'll be on the ground getting his ass beat talking shit to you. About it, he, so Big Mouth versus Fat Boy. That should be very interesting. Oh yeah, I'm about the ground. You'd like me to come up there, wouldn't you? <laughs> Unbelievable. Also, we need to have you back on ESL now that it's full time and we have no restrictions yeah, I, on seasonal stuff. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, dude. The lists are so much fun. They seem so. Oh, they seem so great. They're a blast. Well, yeah. you've been on it before, so you'll yeah, yeah. We'll have something fun. We talked about at one point doing like a siblings one at some point, like having each, I did, yeah, having a sibling on and it. doing like like a ten, oh, ten yeah, like yeah, crappy things, things that, my siblings did to me or something yeah, like that, the, or like things, things my siblings got, got blamed for, with, and got away that, with that I didn't. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Um. <laughs> But, Ben, thank you again for everything. I love doing this show. Of course. With you I love week. doing this with you, too. Um, we'll be back next week with more comic book talk. We'll be talking some AEW because Steve and I went this past week. Hey. Um, we'll be talking some football because uh, week one will be entirely over with by then. We'll be talking some nerdy shit and gamer shit and talking more about GOAT games and um, previewing everything with him. And we're going to have something really, really fun. I'm going to make sure of awesome. that next week. All right. Um, but that's been episode 68. Ben, we'll end it the way we always do with a one, two, three, see ya.